Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So my, my favorite thing from the weekend was, of course, that I was on the same page with Peter Vermees and got the lineup correct, and none of you got it right. Okay, so Allie Trost here, and my thing that I like the most from the game isn't going to be as self-righteous as Cody's. Mine was watching Johan Quaze absolutely destroy that right-hand wing. He was absolutely phenomenal. Well, I was fanboying it this past weekend, so I was in the stands. First time the ball was played up to Dom. Oh, this is uh, Robert Rustert, by the there way. There we go. First time the ball was played up to Dom and he was offside. Fan behind me yelled, well, there's one. <laughs> <laughs> this is Thad Bell, and Allie really stole mine because I was going to talk <laughs> about the best player in MLS, Johan Kraze. Mm. 
and how he just ate up the Orlando defense and finally got some of the respect that he's deserved. Mm-hmm. Audi, in, Audi Index, best player of the game, man nice. of the match. He was. He was man of the match. Yeah. Uh, it's been fun to watch him become so much more confident this season, and not just on the field, but I know, Thad, you were there in the locker room when he was doing interviews. Even in his interviewing skills post game, he <laughs> made a comment that he feels like he's getting better at that aspect as well. So yeah. he, After he goes, my English is a whole lot better now, huh? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I mean, I, I rewatched the game before I came here, and Nate and Carter and Matt were talking about just, you know, something that Thad has talked about all season, and we've all agreed that he just needs to get comfortable and just takes some people longer. Well, yeah. and. You know, going back to what Vermees said early on in the season that everyone, you know, was jumping down Johan's throat like so early on. And he's actually really proven himself to be one of the most crucial players on the field most of the time. Like he's come up really big in a lot of situations. So it's been really fun to watch him not only earn the respect, but uh, contribute the way that he has. Yeah, he was our he was like the fourth string winger, basically. And that isn't that kind of the case. That's the depth of this team is so that's my that's my favorite <laughs> part. Four key players missing and and they I, I don't care that it was Orlando. Like Orlando scores goals and they didn't allow them to score goals. I know people score a lot on them, but uh but yeah. It was a I think that was a really big game. I think it said no. a lot. Now the the downside is that Sporting didn't score a lot on them, but right. in some fairness, oh, in some fairness, they were missing their three starting attacking players. In some and fairness. the three <laughs> leading goal scorers on the field. No, 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 no. I'm, this is in this is in defense of Sporting. Okay, Orlando has changed their lineup to be much more defensive than in what it's been because they were just leaking goals. Four, three, two, one. Yeah. So yeah, they were they put basically seven guys in the box, and you know the only thing that went forward was some guy named Dom. But another thing that was really reassuring was the first start, first appearance of Fontas in the center back. Fontas, Fontas, you know, I've been singing it all the whole time now. But one, first of all, him and Matt Beasler look way too much alike for my (laughs) own liking. I got I literally looked on the field. I was like, why is Beasler wearing number 30? And I was like, oh. It's fantastic. <laughs> but I was really impressed with him, especially. So you're saying they're both objectively handsome guys, good-looking guys? No, they're, <laughs> I mean, they're, I think they're like, like generic brown-haired white guys oh, okay. who yeah. run the same. No, I, I mean, like. is a little taller. Yeah, Fontas is a little taller. But, but you know, for a team. In the field, so. For a team that also was kind of leaking goals there for a little bit, giving up some really soft goals, as Peter Vermees called them, to see Fontas come in in his first game and really, he went up against Dwyer a couple of times and completely shut him down, which obviously I think Dwyer going into the game was one of the bigger players to watch in terms of how sporting prepared the week prior. But yeah, I was really impressed. Yeah. On the ball, he seemed to me a little hesitant and taking a few too many touches, but he was physical and he was definitely on defensively. And I like that aspect that he, the physicality. I didn't really, again, I, I sometimes see the game differently when I'm shooting the game than mm-hmm. when I'm just watching it. But I mean, it's I nothing really... bad. It was just, you know, he can get smoother, I'm sure. Yeah, and yeah. I didn't really get that sense. And considering how his pedigree, where he comes from, and yeah. things like that, I I didn't really see that him being hesitant as much as he was just calm and waited for the right moment to pass the ball. Now, he may not know the team. Yeah. It was just kind of strange, though, because I had somebody this weekend tell me that he was passing the ball way too quick. I'm like, I didn't see that either. So, <laughs> um, I, maybe I just need to go watch the game again, but yeah. I probably won't. Um, <laughs> yeah. 
No, that's the crazy thing about soccer is there someone will have if there's if the opinion is possible someone will have it. You can see it one way, and then a person to watch the same game will see the exact opposite. It depends what you're looking for. Your experience is the way you've been coached, the way you've coached. You know, yeah. Spend enough time on Reddit, and you'll know all of that to be true. <laughs> like a Rule Thirty Four for opinions, or whatever. Something yeah. like that. Oh my god! <laughs> but yeah. let's also, you know, to be the reality side of things. Jonathan Spector playing um, left back for Orlando was a rare thing, and clearly we took advantage of that and targeted that. You know, not to take anything away from Johan, but clearly that was a, a point that we were looking at that could have been weak. Was. Well, that's they started out on Gerso's side. Gerso had the ball a lot in the beginning, mm-hmm. and then we remembered. I think they remembered that Gerso is Gerso, <laughs> and then yes, yes and then is. just they began giving the ball, or they they started attacking from the right, and <laughs> yeah, all of Kraze's little. He was trying all of those direct uh take-ons all season but they weren't coming off i don't i guess it is just like that one little extra bit of confidence in Mm -hmm. his step that was like the bounces were going his way it was working and they didn't always work like he still lost the ball several times but it was uh it was really fun to watch like you you can see he's like figured it out a little bit well one of the fans behind me is like wow he's so quick (laughs) <laughs> it's like, he yeah. was kind of channeling a little Johnny Russell there and uh-huh. so and like yeah. the just quick bursts of speed, which I think was really the difference for him in earlier in the season, not being able to really actually accomplish what he I think his vision was with like all yeah. the yeah. moves forward that he would make. But I think what we saw this past weekend was adding a little speed, also a weaker defense. <laughs> but um but yeah. still I mean that was yeah, but- it was promising. Again, in in Johan's defense or whatever you want to say, but he, he's been doing it every week a little bit better, a little bit better, a little bit better. And some of these moves that he was doing early in the year that everybody was saying, oh, he just lost the ball, he had a bad touch. It wasn't a bad touch. It was a touch that he was trying to do something creative with that failed. Mm-hmm. And it was he didn't react quick enough or, he, you know, the other – the defense the, – the, 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 sorry. The defense <laughs> the acted <defense. laughs> – the defense uh, reacted quicker than he thought they would or something like that. But it was stuff that he's been doing all the time. It's just getting a little bit better and a little bit more used to the league. Mm-hmm. You can throw in the, that Spectre, but Spectre is not a bad player. I mean, he's, no, he's not, not their usual left back. Uh, you know, he was national team guy there for a while, right? So As a center back, yeah. Or right back. Oh. Anyway. So anyway, he's been doing it. He's just getting better at it. Mm-hmm. We might see this guy, you know, take – them to the MLS Cup or something. I don't want to like do stupid predictions here, but yeah, I mean we don't want to jinx anything, but I would be so happy for Johan. It would just be the perfect like peak for him for such an up and down season in so many ways. Have him get like two or three assists in an yeah, MLS. Yeah, okay. he deserves. <laughs> hey, if he plays like that and with I don't know Shally hey, there right. towards the end of this before he went on international duty, hadn't really been doing much. I don't know, maybe. Maybe Johan's going to be creeping into the lineup again in that position. Who knows? But Let's probably not. Let's get that <laughs> uh, home playoff game first, guys. <laughs> but can we can we go this side and say we'd be talking a whole lot different if Dom had scored his first chance that he got that hit Amelia in the shoulder? But that's Dom Dwyer, though. <laughs> and that's to Amelia as well. That's and, fair, yes. And that is also soccer. The better team does not always win. Right. So, yeah. in this case, the better team won. I was going to say. For sure. <laughs> but it's 
But I mean, it's happened before. Sporting out play a team, right? But right. The ball doesn't bounce and go in the goal, and that's the other team so gets a lucky 2017, bounce. Thad. Uh, that's, that's so two games ago in yeah. Seattle. I, well, honestly, though, I mean, Dom scores that goal in the fourth minute. They bunker down even harder on the defense. It was it was clear that in the first half, Sporting was having a hard time penetrating in that final third. Anyway, so Dom scores that goal. They yeah. it adds even more of pressure. like this pressure. And um, more incentive for Orlando just be like, all right, guys, we're going to hang back and we're going to lock it in. And no one's going to no one's coming in and no one's getting out. Yeah. And they didn't have anybody else on the bench to really unlock that with this week. I mean, Kyrie coming back from injury. But other than that, they didn't really have a. Well, it was lucky that Felipe Gutierrez decided to come back and show his goal scoring prowess there. So we're going to go there now. Yeah. Yeah. OK. Let's all do right. it. All right. So ruin the transition, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so well, what do you guys think? Hop in and interrupt me at any point. What do you guys think? What do we think about what? Felipe. I liked it. <laughs> well, of course that you goal. Did. It was so easy. Yeah, yeah. It was so he had all the space in the world. Just took a touch and put it in the corner. It was the good setup. By who, Thad? Uh, oh, was it yeah. Johan? <laughs> I'm kidding. All um, right. Well, that was easy. Okay. No, but one thing I, I mean, when Felipe scores, he does make it look easy. He finds just like this little slot mm-hmm. to put the ball through and puts it in there, and that's what he's really good at when he's when he's on. When he's not, then he's kind of still mediocre. So I liked it. My so my big thing with the game is that it, the the fact that it was Orlando means nothing to me. The I we talk about it a lot, but the depth on the team is very real, and it's I think it's like amazing. I think it's borderline amazing for this league and what he's done, and they've even built it up for the next few years as well. And you just like look around the team; they have all these different role players. Like even Gerso, Gerso's the the wily fast guy that doesn't <laughs> quite have control over himself. You know what I mean? That but like doesn't quite, havoc. yeah, it doesn't quite always <laughs> come off, but it like might at some point. Wow, There's just dang. all these, they got the young, the young guns and like Busio and Cousin. And then just like, uh, it just uh, Brad Evans. There you go. Brad Evans is another one. The, the like old role player, you know, it's just, they have everything. And it's just like, it's one of those teams that, that wins trophies. It just, uh, you look around the team and they have, Every single guy can step up at some point. Like, Johan showed that, that this guy that everyone has hated on all year can all of a sudden be, like, the hero when we're down four players and need a goal and or need someone to be the driving force. It just – it seems like anyone can step up, and it's I, – I, I love it. I love it. Makes me so happy. So now we just need Nemo to start stepping up. Yeah, he has not looked good. I was not impressed. What do you guys think? Yeah, I mean, I would agree. There were a couple of there were a couple of chances where he really should have scored, yeah. not even like <laughs> scored, but made it because it was like he would get close, but it was like the chance didn't even like look that good or as good as it could have been. And yeah. I don't he had I, like, one no, really good that. chance in the game early where he yeah. got in the end of something and it went straight to the keeper. But uh-huh. again, that that does happen. So right. fair. But Shake he it didn't off. hit that one very hard either. Uh, but he was in the right spot and got it on goal. With it was a decent pace, it wasn't super hard. But but the, so many after that was he would he would make a good run to get onto a ball and then just not even get off a shot. Yeah, it was. So I don't know. For all, I feel like for all the work that was going in on Johan's side, like 
if there had been someone else up there like Shallowy or Diego Rubio even, I don't I can't believe I'm saying that, but like <laughs> if it had been someone else up there in the middle, I think there would have just been like a lot first of all, I think the score would have been much higher, but I just think that there would have been more quality chances like on the goal line like some of those were literally like might as well have been on the goal line they were so close do you think then Namath is a guy who again who needs to just get comfortable get accustomed to the system again get his yeah back under him yeah. I do and I think I even saw it was in you know one of his last did he get subbed out did he go the full game, he went the full game. yeah so I think it was in stoppage time or is uh, late in the game he finally like had one moment where he got the ball in the box and didn't try to make it a like a wait for the perfect opportunity but like got a really good shot off like just kind of turned a corner halfway and was able to put his boot through it and like force a save and that was like at the end of the game and that was when I was like oh that's that's like what I remember from him yeah and earlier in the game there was a moment Roger like played it like he had his chances a lot in that game and not just like at the beginning but Roger, I, I remember, played a like beautiful ball right over the defense, and it put him in like right on his on, on his right foot, and he should have just like he had a guy on his left shoulder, but like he should have just put his boot through it. But at that moment, he decided to like step on and try to cut it back and be fancy, and then that's what I mean. I think he by the end of the game was like, all right, screw it, and then like kind of remembered like what what to do there at the end of the game. So yes, yeah. I, I want to see him get out on the field more, more hopefully longer than like fifteen minutes next that, game. That stupid fancy move might have worked in that that rec league in Cutter, but exactly. yeah. Cutter. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. I think he'll be fine. It's just going to take more minutes, and hopefully, he'll get that comfort that comfort level up just in time for playoffs. Right, <laughs> should be ideal. Him, him, and Felipe. That's another reason. It all just like feels right. Like we know. Nemo's like better than he played that game. We know he like we know he can be. He can be like there. We know that there are like goals in there, and we know Felipe can be better than he is. And it's and still and oh yeah, we have four players <laughs> coming back that we missed that last game. Well, and you can't disregard either that, like you said, he was in the right position so many times. So that right there, that's ninety percent of it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he really right. just needs to. It's just better placement and maybe a little bit more force on a couple of those couple of those shots i'm putting quotation marks around those because his definitely were not yeah now all this year i've been defending johan and saying he has to get used to the league Uh nemo is kind of in that spot also even though he's been around for a year now essentially but he's not gotten a lot of playing time right and his fitness level is not sporting 90 minutes even though he played you Mm -hmm. know 90 minutes or most of the game i forget which but yeah i think he played the full game um so he's not quite there He's getting close, or he. I think we could see that happening over the next month, mm-hmm. that he gets more time. Um, but I, 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 right now, I think is really interesting is like who, under the best case scenario, everybody's healthy. Who do you put out there? Ignoring the other team's lineup, who do you put out there? Who would be your starting left wing, center forward, right wing? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think we're gonna see it change a little bit more i think it's going to be a little bit more fluid in the next coming weeks and month just because vermise has the option and i know we talked about you know kind of that in in uh player in game kind of in team competition with certain positions like diego rubio and christian namath switch it up a little bit shall we you know give him a little bit of a break i don't know i disagree 
because I think when you get closer to the playoffs, you want a lineup that's consistent. So you get that consistency. And, you know, we've got uh, Johan who can come off the bench. We've got um, Namath who can come off the bench. I, I think Peter's going to solidify his lineup and stick with it last four games into the playoffs. We know like he that. prefers that at yeah. least. Like, you yeah. know, that's that'd be his ideal scenario. Yeah. But yeah. I almost feel like it makes them more dangerous, the fact that they do have so many pieces oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. that sure. switching up a lineup on a team who can just prepare consistently week in and week out, knowing what lineup that they're going to get, what players are going to get, going to get in certain positions. When you have so many tools in your tool, in yeah, your toolbox yeah. and you can use them at sure. your disposal at almost – a handful of positions we saw Croze can go in at the wing he mm. can play that central midfield position as well so kind of showing you know switch it up a little bit I think <laughs> I think Peter and the club should be definitely looking to um to throw teams off a little bit if they can you so, can do that with tactics as well but yeah sure yeah, what tactics like set pieces and no corners? like <laughs> attacking their right back their weakness noticing these Patterns that they have and attacking right. those uh, and, as well, and they'll definitely do that. Yeah. Um, can I throw out another interesting thing from the game? And we'll. I know we need to probably keep moving, but anyway, um, at the end of the game, when uh, Felipe Gutierrez comes out, who comes in? The 16-year-old Busio. Game on the line. You know, they're Orlando's trying to throw everything forward to try to snatch a point, right? And you bring in the 16-year-old kid that basically has to play and do everything right to prevent mm-hmm. that from happening. You know, not not that he was on defense, but right. still he's that's a that's a pretty good trust in a 16-year-old kid. Yeah, no, that was a very significant moment. I'm glad you brought that up. Good job cuz we forgot about it in our <laughs> haste. <laughs> but yeah, that was a that's a very real moment there. Uh, I saw that brought up. I think it was on Reddit on the on just like the match thread. That yeah, he's he's trusting this kid. I don't it, it surprised me that that move was being made, but also he said many times that he Trust him. One game, he one game he said he thought he was like one of the best players out there. So, yeah. Well, another thing, I was sitting in the stands, and and the people next to me had never been to a sporting game before, never watched a soccer game before, and when Busio came in and said, "Yeah, he's 16," they were like mouths just dropped, and they're like, "What? How does that happen? What (laughs) is that that even possible?" (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) No, and and the the cool thing is he. He could have just dumped him up at like you know right wing and moved Croze back into the middle, who you know, no, at least knows that position. You know, the adults in the room in theory, <laughs> in theory right? right. Um, you know, I'm supposed to be the adult in the room at times, but that doesn't happen either. So, um, but he stayed in the middle. You know, a mm-hmm. place that would have made it vulnerable for you know a right. run up the middle. So, so Bob. I feel like you had something on your mind earlier that you wanted to say about Felipe. And I also notice we have the same thing on our screens right now. You're yeah, looking at yeah, the team I mean, and so am I. You can say what you want about the Audi index. Well, but, um, well you want, I feel like you wanted to say something that you were not happy oh, with. Oh, I just think Felipe is – I mean, he's playing well. He's not doing the outstanding stuff that he did early in the season. And he is maybe on the team he of the was week, playing though. above his head you know, at that time in just circumstances. But, you know, I mean, he's a solid player. And – he was more himself, I think, Saturday night. He was a little yeah, bit, yeah. yeah, yeah. And he was—he's one of three, four, three that are on team of the week. Seth and Melia as well. It helps only having five games this week. And I'm looking at exactly. Oh, is that is that what it was? Yeah, duh. I guess because Portland yeah. has five people on it, and I was like, what, good God, what did they do? New York City had two games this week, so yeah. Um, good point. 
Yuri made it. But Johan's not even on there, which, you know, again, say what you want about the Audi Index. You know, we know it's got its problems. Yuri was well, Team well, of the Week, and Dom was on Scrubs of the Week. <laughs> really? Yeah, my, the Scrubs of the Week, the team I just made up. Um, <laughs> Bendix on it as well. The, the Audi Index, though, it's it's what it's worth what it's worth. Okay. Oh yeah. I mean, it shows stats. It shows a, yeah. a measurement of ver- for stats, and whether you agree with the exact way they measure it or not, that's you know, I, I, everybody goes, I don't understand it. It's stupid. Look at the thing. It's got a certain amount of points for right. passes in your own half and the offensive half, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. For red cards, you get deducted. Your yellow cards, you get deducted, et cetera, et cetera. But there's one that I like is whoscored.com, and they give ratings. Mm. And in that game, uh, actually, Felipe was the top, had the highest rating, and Johan was second or third on sporting. So cool. even they had him rated highly, just not quite as high as the Audi Index. Yeah. But Mav gave, gave Man of the Match to Johan as well. You should do a Man of the Match on the site. Just everybody take a vote right after the game. Boom. There we go. Look at that. That's creating content. <laughs> <laughs> Giving it away before we do it. And the prize is just the prestige. Yeah, because I bet they'll care. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, you know, if after they've won 20 man of the matches, we'll give them an autographed picture from us. Here's the prize. You get interviewed by Ali after ah. the game, man of the match. There you go. Only they were all so lucky. <laughs> just not on the field. Just not on the field. New rule. <laughs> we're not salty. We're not salty. <laughs> Just got to figure out where it's at now. Yeah. Okay. Do we have Do we have any other Orlando takes? Kudos to Dom and Yuri for interacting with the fans and staff and all that stuff after the game. Yeah. Good job Thumbs for Dom in, in spite of the sporting reject chant. Yeah, right. Exactly. Was that, I, was that directed towards him? Yes, yes. definitely. Okay. Cauldron Twitter <laughs> confirmed it. Okay. <laughs> I, th- I thought so, but I just wanted to make sure. It was funny as I think uh, his wife even laughed about it on Twitter. At least that's the way I took it. So somebody's <laughs> like, "Oh, you know, that was." Yeah, those those two are gonna like be able to get that as much as anyone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it, it it was funny. It was right after he took a shot and missed. Uh, right. Like yeah. One of the, not even the good shot. It was just like one of the wild ones that went by or something. No, that was there was it was tasty seeing him miss two big chances and like them struggle the same way that sporting struggled for when he was our only point of attack like <laughs> it just it was very good seeing it not on our team yep it sitting there watching it w- looked much like a sporting team from a couple years ago yuri moving the ball around he was doing a good job of you know cutting out some attacks and getting control of the ball and picking some good passes and dom going up and running onto it losing it to a defender <laughs> Uh, and, and no offense to Dom, again, on a, on the right team, he's going to be a force to be right. reckoned with. And, you know, on the right team, he could put 25 goals in a game, in, yeah. a, in a season. So Right. Yeah. He, just the way that he plays and where they have him up there, he doesn't have the right players around him getting him the Cody's, ball. Cody's shaking his head. No. <laughs> I glanced at my phone, but did you just say he Dom Dwyer is a 25-goal-a-year player? On the right team. Has to be the right team. Columbus. Okay. okay. <laughs> so, I mean, on the right team, how many goals does Diego Rubio score a year? If we're like, if if they're twenty. Okay. Well. Okay. I just wanted to. I didn't. I didn't like that. I didn't like hearing twenty-five goals. So what was his record here? What did he get to? Twenty. 
He did get 22. 22? Yeah, I, I feel like 22, 22 but then yeah. I th- started doubting myself. And, but yeah, was, that was his peak. Yeah, for sure. That so was great. 25 is really not that far off. Here's the true it, question, It is though. now, I think. It Here's is the now. true question, Cody. Let's harken back to the uh, media game. How many goals would that Bell score on the right team? On the right team, I mean. <laughs> damn. There'd be no stopping him. <laughs> In the last media game, how many did I score? And Exactly. That's my point. We, we know that's Bob's reason that he didn't score. He had an that's elaborate story. That's my point story. that you scored. I'm trying to give you kudos, Thad. Oh, man, you guys. Next year, I'm already preparing. i got to start practicing. <laughs> Ways away. So, Cody, how you doing? I'm doing pretty good. What does that mean? Do you got something on your mind? No. Okay. Just you just doing. didn't want to hear Allie talk? You just cut her off like that. Didn't really she have much done. else to say. <laughs> I can see she was already done. By the way, uh, listeners, Cody is headed out of town, and you might want to, you know, make a dinner date with him because, you know, he's Cody Bradley. Yeah, I'm. i He. They all think they need to hurry up because I said I didn't want to lollygag tonight. Because <laughs> we do. We the, this. We record for an hour, but somehow I end up here. It's like a three-hour process. When <laughs> like whenever I do this, I don't. I don't know how. It, I only live ten minutes away from the station, so I don't understand. Do you care to divulge where you're going so people could meet you? I'm. Because I'm sure to, we have listeners. Yeah, we're yeah on all yeah. coasts. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, I'm going to New York City to see my sister and my niece. There you go. And brother-in-law. I should include him. <laughs> yeah, you yeah, should. it'll be fun. I go to New York to? quite a bit, and uh, I'll be there for a week. Oh. I'm telling this place, the radio station, to not talk to me. <laughs> I unlinked my email from my phone. <laughs> oh my! You're okay. really going off the grid. This is a true vacation. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, of course not, because like I'll be I'll be doing stuff for uh, the app for Foot Mom. <laughs> so. Social media, social media never stops, guys. Twenty four seven. You can't truly be off the grid in the middle of New York City. That's true. Yeah. He yeah. also has a burner phone now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he literally, he literally does for one of his. One so of his fearless games. leader, where are we headed next? Well, we can talk about uh, San Jose. It's a long ways off, but yeah, I just checked the standings, and they're the only the, team with an E, a small there, yes. E next to their name. And that was last week that that happened. Uh-huh. That wasn't even after this weekend. It was last week they were eliminated. Eliminated from playoff when race. everyone had like nine games left. <laughs> <laughs> they're the only four one? wins on the year. Oh. So they're not the only one. So yeah, no one else was eliminated the, the at the end one. of this week. Nope, they Orlando are the only one. Has to be close, don't they? I mean. It it was funny. I did Orlando watch. Orlando has almost twice as many wins. Sorry. It was, I did watch the uh, training interviews from the Orlando website, and Dom was talking about you know how important it was going into the game at Sporting to get those three points. He's like, yeah, you know, we're very we're still very much so in the fight for the playoffs. And, you know, it's just it's not over till the fat lady sings. And I'm like, she will be singing very soon. <laughs> She's warming up. She's warm- <laughs> the the guy I exchanged question with on the mainland. I like. I phrased a question in a way for him to like. I was like, "What gives you hope? What or like, what is it that gives you hope that they'll make the playoffs?" And he was it basically was just, "I, I don't have much." <laughs> and so you Dom know what is, is really sad as I look at the standings? Toronto is not that far from being a little e next to a name either. That's sad. No, no it's, it's not. not. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't catch the sarcasm in my voice. Come oh, on. I love it. <laughs> I saw I saw a discussion. We're about to go to U.S. Men's National Team talk here. In the Stars and Stripes Slack group, or maybe it was just the SB Nation Slack group, someone was trying to say that uh, the Josie Altidore is still the oh, best yeah, striker that, that mm-hmm. we have. Yeah. 
It's not that wild, but I just it 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 hurts me. It can't possibly be true. Like we are so much on the same page today, Cody. We, we were like we said the same thing a minute ago. And yeah, I completely agree with you that it's not it's not entirely wrong or it's not that wild. But like it, I don't think it is. I would still I think sticks. I would still pick uh I'll still pick Bobby Wood. I think uh, like I don't even that he's playing so poorly for club. I still think I might pick oh, Bobby I'd pick Wood. Josh Sargent. Yeah, I don't care if he's scoring goals for Werner Bremen too. Wait, he did. He scored for the first team. He scored. I think it was like a friendly, but he scored. It was, okay, it was like so. a friendly against a Division Two team, though, or something, wasn't it? Yeah, but for real, throw that ginger out there. I don't care. I don't, I don't want to see. I don't want to see Josie out the door, Michael Bradley. I don't see any of them ever again. So, a quick education for me, Josh Sargent. Is he like a nine post up kind of guy, or how's he? What's his no. style? No, he's like a speedy poacher, okay. cause turnovers, uh, pounce on any mistake kind of guy. I okay. mean, like every it seems like almost every goal I've seen. Now, so I've seen him. Don't get me wrong. I've seen him make some nice shots. Okay, steal a ball and make a really nice shot. But it seems like so many of them are just created off of uh, some kind of mistake, some kind of turnover. Just he intercepts a back pass, just any kind of stuff like that, and he just eats them up. That goal. This might have been one of them for the second team, but I think it was one for the first team. Did you see the goal that he scored in that friendly? It was like a beautiful – he like did a step over and then passed it and then got the ball right back and one touch finished it. It was, it yeah. was beautiful. Yeah. But he is – you're right. Most of the goals I see, he's pounced on something. He's just like a pure finisher. Like if he gets a chance, like he'll actually put it away. I don't know that he'll create a lot, but – Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he, he, I've, I don't think I've seen him miss – Hardly at all from what little – I mean, again, I've not got to watch him that much, but what what I have, I've hardly seen him miss anything. And, yeah, he would he would be a great guy to have on a team like this. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but for the sake of American soccer, I'm glad he's over there. So, yeah, uh, San Jose is so bad that we just started talking about the national team. <laughs> exactly, yeah. I don't even know who hey. to discuss on San Jose, quite honestly. Uh, but you know when Peter's asked. Hold on, hold on. Name a player for the San Jose that's not Chris Wand. Oh God, does he still play there? He still yes, plays he there. does. Okay, that's not Chris Wondolowski. Name a player. <laughs> Name their coach. No idea. I have no idea. <laughs> I honestly forgot <laughs> that they so were sad. in the league. Oh, my God. I'm not even ashamed of it. Like, I would have they, to go back to the trash. early days. <laughs> 20 points. They have .74 point a game. Mm-hmm. Even as I look at the roster, I'm like, who? Okay. What? Dominic Aduro. There you go. Oh, okay. But, like, does, does that not prove how <laughs> lucky we are to have a team that you can actually have things to talk about each week? What oh, would you yeah. talk about? Yeah, exactly. Like, what What could you possibly <laughs> We would dissect? definitely be drinking. We would definitely be drinking. That would be a very boozy, boozy pod. Tommy Thompson. Those are about the only names I recognize. See that right there, Allie. That's why I don't like all of sporting's entitled fans that we have. Danny Hoisen? We just get to watch this team all year long win and dominate most of the time. <laughs> and we can't we can't appreciate it. Tarbell. But you know, when Peter Vermees is asked later this week, it's going to be, well, you know, San Jose, you know, they're they're a dangerous side. <laughs> and, you know, <laughs> that's my favorite thing, week in and week out, to see Peter have to try and come up with a rationale for why <laughs> the team that they're playing that isn't very good is going to present them with a lot of challenges. All right. So I have a question. I don't know when I'm going to get out to training this week, but I will, my, at some point I will, and I will have to ask Peter 
okay, tell me about San Jose, you know. But how should I ask that? Like, now that they've been eliminated from playoffs, are they going to be more dangerous because they'll be experimenting? <laughs> Fighting uh, for jobs? Yeah. Well, you know, how how should I ask that? Yeah, or, well, along the lines of they've got nothing to lose. <laughs> they not- try to say something good and about San Jose. And players of ours to injure? No. Hopefully not. Yeah, well, <laughs> I mean, that's, a, I feel like... A, a valid concern <laughs> going into a game like that where you're already out. No, it, he'll say something good about Wondolowski, I'm sure, because mm-hmm. he kind of have that, to. He's yeah. a good MLS player. Never put on national team jersey on again, dude. But Yeah. Ever. Yeah. Ever. Yeah, so what do we think Peter is going to say about them? What, um, what phrase out of his, like, seven phrases that he uses to describe <laughs> teams <laughs> – that they are playing the upcoming weekend. Do you think he's going to going to use? Well, I at least I like that he acts like that because, as we always talk about, this team plays to the level of who they're playing against. Right. So, I hope I hope they're not looking past it. Well, he will say the word parody. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. He doesn't use parody as much as what some do. <laughs> he'll he'll throw it out there once in a while. That's, but that's Garber. <coughs> that's the league the league front office that does that. <laughs> that was the coach before Vermees, who every week was like, well, there's a lot of parody in this league. <laughs> we just lost to the bottom team in the league, but there's a lot of parody in the league. Well, we just the, the the best team in the league is coming into town. There's a lot of parody in the league, so we have we stand a good chance. <laughs> coach, can you reemphasize there? Is there how much parody on a scale of 1 to 10 would you say that this league faces? Well, we used to take best before the presser how many times you'd say That's parody. That's awesome. <laughs> I will say, Peter does diversify his responses enough where you couldn't necessarily go in and know exactly what you're going to get, but... Yeah. He even stopped doing the, what did, it, what did it used to be, okay, or what would he used to say every time he'd answer a question? What was it? Well, there was, for a while he was, it's actually, it seems like he has a new phrase almost every year. So okay, all right. There for a while it was like, well, at the end of the day, they're a good team, <laughs> or, you know, something like that. Well, it is what it is. But he, like, has one of those, like, cliche phrases almost every mm-hmm. year. Actually, I don't know that he's had one this year, though, to be fair. That's why. Look. That's what it used to be. Look. <laughs> he still says look. Does he? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, I haven't noticed he'll it say much. it if he's... He does. But the problem, <laughs> I think the best way to get the most out of Hermes is I noticed so much in the press conference there's so many double-barreled questions where it's like, you just got to ask one question, see where he goes, and then ask the next one. It's like, uh, Peter, can you explain a little bit about just kind of what you saw overall from the team tonight and like, how, how you felt about like you? So it's like, they're cramming like seven things in a one question, yeah. and then he gets to pick what he wants to answer. So, but we just we need to get to we need to crack the code with the way the way it's asked. It's like a game. Yeah, I kind of let all those other guys ask those questions and then try to come up with something unique. But anyway, yeah, yeah that's that's why I let others lead because you can only you only get so many questions, right? Right. I mean, before they'll like pass it on. So if somebody's gonna if you're somebody else is gonna ask the question, you would ask anyway. Let them right. Do it. Let them yeah. And, and then, then you see, see what something. information he gives yeah. and then go off something. And then if he's really pissed off, he can just go, nope, I'm going to be I quiet today. <laughs> well, there's always this one guy who gets to stand up on the side, gets the microphone first every time. And anyway, that who was that? Yeah. <laughs> the, uh, speaking of pressers, though, and, you know, having fun on them, uh, we used to try to get Aurelian Collin to say a specific word <laughs> because with his accent, it sounded <laughs> a little. Is that cool? <laughs> oh, oh, it sounded. Inappropriate. That's so mean. What are we talking here? I mean, you can't just bring that up and yeah, not really. Say come it. on. The word would be focus. <laughs> okay. 
Okay. Okay. Okay. okay. We needed to focus on the. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's terrible. Just exploiting an accent. He still loves us. Oh, okay. how far well, he has fair. fallen! Though he still follows me on on Instagram. Does he? Yeah. Okay. And on Twitter, he he likes stuff when I post it sometimes. Well, he wouldn't like that you just said that. <laughs> I think I've told him. Okay. <laughs> as long as there's like a mutual understanding. It, it, this was a long time ago. and so. All right. So is everyone, everyone will be back for San Jose, correct? Full strength? In theory. <clears throat> right. Kyrie's back. Madrano will still be out. Brad Evans will be practicing soon. I well, he's, he's, he, <laughs> he was practicing. He practiced last week, oh, did okay. he not? Oh, I have a funny. Oh, that should have been my favorite thing. Uh-oh. From, from Uh-oh. After the game, I went into the locker room, and Patrick came up to me as a good PR guy does, and was like, who do you want to talk to? And I was like, uh, like before I could even answer, a voice from behind me goes, goes, oh, right here. And, like, and I turn around, and it was Brad Evans. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone's, everyone's just like cracking up around him. <laughs> he, was just, he just said it like so like dead, dead serious, too. I liked it. Yeah. <laughs> That's actually awesome. But maybe it is time to do a, a story on him. I think I should do that. Okay. Oh, wait, I'm leaving town. <laughs> now, you know, I've been trying to look up as we're talking here, San Jose, and even our favorite Matt Doyle the last three weeks has really said nothing about them. He just mentions that they lost, and he goes on. And, uh, yeah, that, that speaks volumes, I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> He's our armchair analyst, and he doesn't even analyze them. They don't want to give him any respect. MLS doesn't want to give him respect because <laughs> they're ruining the idea of parody. In this <laughs> yeah. He did post this one picture, parody. though. After three two, they were ahead two zero and ended up losing three two of the bench. <laughs> yeah, it looks mean, about right. Yeah, they do not look happy. Just about yeah. sums it up. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so, so back to our regular lineup, correct? Oh, that I forgot too. The San Jose is a team where they like sub the guy in at, like subbed him in and subbed him out like right away just to like prove the point to to jerk him around. Then they he's went to another team since then in in the window I believe I can't remember Ouch. who that was. That was this year. Yeah. Yeah, that does sound familiar. The the San Jose coach just totally jerked a guy around to like make a point. Hmm. You know how stupid we're gonna feel if we lose to San Jose this weekend. <laughs> I won't because I'm aware that this team does that. It'll they'll take it to the ninetieth minute, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, back to the regular lineup. Well, I just just have to see how they come back fit from their international duty and Well, Johnny's played in both games. Mm-hmm. He played He started today or yeah. Played what? Didn't didn't play the full game. Yeah. On either of them. No, he was like seventieth minute sub or something like that coming into the first one against Belgium. It was mm-hmm. like, yeah, he got like twenty minutes in, in Belgium. And then um today he was he got like two thirds of the game in before he was subbed out. Had some good moments, just had that can't finish kind of scenario. Right. And then Daniel plays tomorrow. Oh really? He, oh, it, shall well. I mean, if he's in the game, shall mm-hmm. we? Mm-hmm. I assume and he won't be. He's there for the fun. <laughs> Everybody assumed that Johnny wouldn't be in the uh, the game that counted either. So, and he started it. Um, two a win, by the way. I think Rubio will come back like on fire. I think he'll come back hungry. That's like uh, the team doesn't mess around. I I think he will have enjoyed his time there and be like ready to light the world on fire so he can actually play. And being that it's a friendly for them, I would love to see him at least get in a few minutes just to get a little respect. You know what I mean? I doubt it, but yes, that'd be awesome. 
Give him a taste. Hey, maybe Ilya will get a rest this weekend. <laughs> Sorry, no. I'm talking crazy. I don't like it. It scares <laughs> me. is never allowed to get a, quote, rest. He will rest yeah. come off season. He got one rest last year, but it was right before a big Open Cup game. Yeah. He put in uh, put in Kuzain when they're up four to nothing in the 85th minute. There we go. I thought you were going to say the eighth minute. I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's go to extra time. Okay. I have a – you know how I said that I thought this team was going to win a trophy? I looked at the remaining schedules, and I see, yes, it's kind of wild, but, like, there's a path the Sporting KC can take on the Supporters' Shield. Okay, and it is, Cody, elaborate. And it was, it was, the point I'm making is that it was less crazy than I thought it would have to be. Although, in my scenario, I had San Jose beating Atlanta. So, so that's but, right on. But so this, this, this is where it'll be. It'll be Sporting Kansas City at 64, Ooh. Atlanta's at 63, and New York is at 61. And this requires Sporting to do how well in these last seven games? See, I don't, I don't remember it, but it wasn't even that crazy. It was hmm. like four, two, and two, or something like that. Four, three, and two, or something like that. Really? Wow. Yeah, we only need. So where are we at? We're at forty-eight right now. So that's sixteen points. Okay. That's not that wild. Four away, three at home. Yeah, it's possible. What's the Nike campaign? Not no dream is crazy. <laughs> and is Atlanta's schedule pretty rough? And what about the Red Bulls' schedule? Uh, Red Bulls, I don't. the The Red Bulls getting to sixty one was like really easy. Mm-hmm. Having them, having them, having us finish in front of them was really easy. I think they do have kind of a difficult schedule. Do they? Okay. But yes, it'll obviously if we're going to do that, it would take something of a of a down spell for Atlanta. And it was I wouldn't even call it a complete collapse. It wouldn't take a complete collapse. It wouldn't take a Dallas. <laughs> no. Like, oh, Dallas they... I also had at 61 points. I looked at them cuz remember last year Dallas just collapsed. Their collapse made Sporting look good. Right. But like that joke doesn't work coming from fans of Sporting Kansas City who notoriously collapse at the end of seasons. It wasn't a joke. It was analysts. Analysis. <laughs> It was analyst. It was, an- <laughs> it was just analyst. <laughs> so to give Cody's thing a little more context, uh, we are at 27 games. So is Atlanta. They have 54 points. We have 48. So we're six behind. Okay. That's not yeah right. That's not even six. You thought it was more than six in your head, I imagine, because I did. Yeah. Well, I was worried about the Red Bulls. They're at 28 games on 55. So, I know. I know. Yeah. But seriously, look at their look at their schedule. I. Uh, it seemed it, it seemed plausible that Atlanta will pass them at least for sure. Well, I'm still focused on the getting that playoff game, so our second place. And what do they need? 57, I said for that. So we need nine more. That should be doable in these seven games, right? Should be doable. Should. Yeah. In fact, I would be disappointed if that wasn't doable. Mm-hmm. Agree. I do, man. Agreed. I'm telling you, these guys look like a team that wins a trophy. Okay, so the Red Bulls go to D.C. That's that's not a win guaranteed anymore, right. is it? Eh, then they host Toronto. 
But then Atlanta is in there, too. Right? Uh, they host Atlanta. I think I had that one as a draw. Then they go to San Jose, and we're talking about the Red Bulls. See, I'm telling you, that's... Wait, you're on Atlanta, right? No, I'm on oh, the Red Bulls. Oh, oh. Then they go to Philadelphia, and then they host Orlando. They get Orlando, they get San Jose, they get Toronto. So, so they get the same bad teams as Sporting does. <laughs> yeah, but then the other teams are all good that weren't mentioned. Yeah, Atlanta, D.C. Even Philadelphia apparently is like decent this year. On the rise. Because Sporting has really got two really good teams left, I think. The Dallas game. Well, the last two, is it's Dallas and L.A. Are we still killing LAFC as a really good team? I guess we are. Well, yeah. for the moment. Okay. They're right there, and it's a Western Conference foe, so right. it'll be. I'm sure right. we'll need that win. I don't know that I actually count Dallas as a really good team, but when it, if you're count Sporting as a really good team, you got to kind of count those two. <laughs> so. It just depends on who's in form, injuries, et cetera. Yeah. So Atlanta has um, Colorado at away, San Jose away, Real Salt Lake at home, Red Bulls away. So I gave them uh, they, I gave them nine points out of their remaining matches. New England. This would be a good article to write away. while you're on a plane tomorrow. I know, right? Chicago at home. I had a book to read already, though. New England's home, sorry. And then at Toronto. You did all this research. It would be... Shame to waste it, it wasn't all this research. I looked on FootMob and, <laughs> and just scrolled through their things. But yes, I uh, I got uh, the book I just got. It's the Sisters Brothers. It's a new movie coming out. Should we do a book of the week? What's it about? <laughs> I've always wanted to do... We should do a book club. We should guys. do a Netflix show of the week or something. My friends, Books are better. My, I got this book because my friends hey. all wanted to read this book. We are, we're doing an impromptu book club. Wow. What's it about? It's like a western. It's like an old. It's like a comedy western. It's a movie coming out. Joaquin Phoenix is that someone? I like think that? I've heard about it. I just started watching Ozark. Space. That's why I mentioned Netflix. So, what'd you watch? Started watching Ozark. Ah, my yeah. roommate was watching that as I left yeah. the house. Good show. Season two or season one? One. Oh man, I envy you. You've got so much to watch. I love it. <laughs> All right, so I'll bring this up while you're doing whatever you're doing there. So you know. Chiefs, everybody's pumped. I just don't like the idea of people getting so consumed with the Chiefs and sporting kind of slides down the important scale as they go into the playoffs and stuff. That that irks me. Well, I don't think that I know they, it's inevitable, but but I don't think that they will. And here's so? why: Sporting plays on Saturday, Chiefs play on Sunday. <laughs> I really, truly don't think that they're going to lose a lot of okay, a lot of fandom. I think there's one game, and I know this because I have. Uh, split loyalties now, but I um, there's one game that Sporting has on a Sunday, at like the end of the season, and like that's it. Maybe it's just me, but I just hate the fact that I open the Kansas City Star on Sunday morning after a Sporting game, and they're not on the front page after a home win. It's fair. Yeah, I know. It's almost like the team shouldn't just hand deliver them all of their news because <laughs> they don't get that much respect. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. The Chiefs will never be on the front page of the Blue Testament dot com. <laughs> <laughs> Would be strange if they were. <laughs> Switch it up. No, the as a lifelong Chiefs fan, it's just the clock. It, it's just 
we're counting down until they let us down. And so it's, <laughs> right. if they let us down soon enough, then sporting can can reign supreme. But one again. thing in our corner, though, oh, I'm sorry, not our corner, sporting's corner, is Mahomes is a sporting fan. Yeah. yeah. What, because he went to a game? I think he went more than one. Didn't oh, okay. he? Okay. I, I think, think so. He, went to a couple. he yeah. tweeted about Shallowy. He was like, that Shallowy kid's a beast or something yeah, yeah, like that. Yeah. yeah, I think it'll be cool. And that's something I kind of hope to see um later on in the season i know it's been cool to see all the all three professional teams like really support each other like you'll see sporting players go to chiefs games or you know vice versa so i think it will be really neat to see you know some like mahomes for example i think he's just been a really good um kind of presence in the community and just in terms of getting his face out there going to a sporting game wearing a sporting kc jersey so i hope to see more of that I don't watch the other teams in Kansas City as much as I do sporting, not nearly as much because mm-hmm. I'm not a fan of them. But from having seen some of those guys come to training in the past, I've always felt that most of the time they came only because they were forced to. Now, some of these Chiefs guys, I think lately, like Mahomes mm-hmm. and their kicker last year and a couple other guys have been really interested in sporting. Uh, but I've always felt that most of them were just like, yeah, okay, we got to come out here. I was out there when some guys from a baseball team was out there. I'm not mm-hmm. going to mention the Royals name. And they were just kind of making fun of the whole thing. And it was just like they were, mm. they did, they said the right things when people put a right, right. recorder in yeah. front of them or they were on camera. But otherwise, they were like, yeah, who gives a crap? Yeah. Hmm. But I also think it's just hard because football yeah. has been, or I mean, MLS, give it. 10 years, 15 years, I think it's going to be a different story in terms of popularity and where people are kind of, you know, putting their time and money into. I know Patrick and I talked about it at training one of the other week, just, you know, the the soccer fan as kids and people who grew up with MLS as such a crucial part of their childhood coming into power in like these big positions and just the longevity of the league being around and, you know, having players like, Slotten come in and Wayne Rooney, you know, it helps give some sort of kind of momentum momentum to an already kind of moving thing. So I don't think it'll be a problem in the years to come, and especially with NFL kind of being, you know, there's some problems, but you still, you still have a lot of the old guard in the legacy media in the, the, the dead tree publications and the, the TV show, TV channels and stuff like that, that, Oh Yeah. You know, American football, baseball, mm-hmm. basketball, that Canadian sport sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> and those furners only when we have to. Right. That kind of thing, right? Um, but it is it is slowly changing, like Ali said. It's slowly changing. More people are getting in there. But it's just also going to have to change because, the yes, the NFL is still the biggest gorilla in the whole market because of their uh, viewer, the, the oh, viewership. Yeah. Oh, yeah. viewership the ratings okay but even those have taken a tank over the last few years Mm -hmm. with various different reasons don't want to get into all that stuff right now but concussions and all that stuff being part of it Mm -hmm. um and soccer continues to grow it's not just mls though but that's the it's what mls needs to get is be more of that viewership not just la liga and epl and right yeah well and it's also i think another crucial part of it is a lot of kids who play soccer also play another sport like there are are, you know there are some people who just I mean I was a one sport kid I played soccer my whole life that was it never played another sport but a lot of these athletes in high school I mean if you're looking at your career path and you're you're a 
you're a kicker or you're a quarterback and you also are a star on the soccer team and say you also dabble in baseball, well, which of those three is going to be the most lucrative career for you and with like the highest <laughs> amount of, you know, depending on how, say you're equally good at all three sports. Well, yep. you know, it makes sense why some kids, some players would be like, huh, well, I'm going to go pursue, get a college scholarship to play football at some big time school, be like the big, you know, kid on campus and then hopefully work to get drafted either before I even graduate or stick around, be lucky enough to stick around for four years and then enter the draft. So, and then enter the draft and get drafted by a team and be making millions of dollars right away. And that's if you're at, you know, that level, but still, I mean, Mahomes was a baseball player. He got drafted by the, uh, by Detroit. Your buddy Twelman was a good baseball player too. I know. Yeah. And the the more but he's these... from St. Louis, so you got to play soccer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because St. Louis is in a baseball town. Uh, <laughs> Not uh, as much in terms of like yeah. <laughs> the actual like sport when you're playing. I feel like when you're younger. Uh, speaking of the teams in St. Louis, though, they do a really good job of supporting each other. The Cardinals and the Blues, mm-hmm. players going to each other yeah. to games, uh, wearing jerseys, warm up jerseys. Mm-hmm. Uh, and stuff like that, they do a really good job of it. And it, I don't, I'm not there for seeing all the behind scenes stuff, but it doesn't seem forced as much as uh, now the the pointy ball team when it was there, they didn't participate in that very much. <laughs> they they didn't do that, but the Cardinals and the Blues did a really good yeah. job of it. Hey, doesn't uh, Swope Park play St. Louis soon? Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, next, not this Wednesday, but the next Wednesday. Oh, okay. They're on uh, a win streak in St. Louis. Four no, in here. a row, right? For Swope. Yeah. Saw that on Twitter today. And grinding out one nothing wins. There you go. (laughs) Shut up, Cody. Cody's like trying to make me feel like I should be able to whatever. I was trying to call her out for not actually following Swope. (laughs) I think she's been to more Swope games this year than you have. Yeah, not a one. Haven't been to one. Burn. I think she's been to I've been to like five. Maybe. Which is at least I think you've been more than that, but maybe not. I I could have. No, um, actually, I have been to more than that. I've been to like seven. I'm not that I'm not counting, but I know I've seen. Well, I feel like I need them. to like prove to Cody that I'm more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, I've uh, I've actually missed a couple over the last couple months, but um, yeah, this last game too, they they did a good job. But uh, one thing I liked was the captain for the game was Adrian Zendejas, oh. and I was having fun watching him settle down uh, Smith and in his back line and stuff like that, talking to him. I got a picture of him, like with his arm around Smith, saying, "All right, come on, dude, calm down. You know, keep it, keep it, keep him out." And uh, but then the on the flip side of it was one of the uh, guys on the Fresno team. I'm pretty sure he accidentally just smacked him. Uh, you know, because the guy like went behind him to grab a water bottle, and Adrian just kind of like put his arms out, and the oh, guy no. was, like, <laughs> walked walked into his arm, and then they were this little small shoving match there for a second. Uh, I- so it wasn't like some whack up the side of the head, you know, that should have got him a card or anything. Right. But it was like, you know, just that, oh, 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 oh there you are. Oh, Sorry. Oops, I didn't mean to do that. Cough, cough, wink, wink. So, <laughs> laugh, laugh. I think he did a good job of settling down his defense and uh, agitating the offense from the other team. That's all you got to do. And Kuzain got goal of the month, right? He did. And which is weird because when I looked, he was at 2% of the vote. When I voted, he was at 2%. I know when I voted at one point, it was, he was like at 11%, but somebody else had like 40. Yeah. Because, again, most of those votes are stupid. So, Okay. Well, before Thad starts rambling. Why would I ever ramble? That's your thing, man. You like to 
you like to carry on a convo? When do I do that? I know I rant sometimes. Like after after I stop recording is when you'll start doing it. <laughs> I think you started this one. Yeah, I know. Look who's rambling now. I know. But okay, so September 10th, you heard it here first. Sporting Kansas City is going to win a trophy this year. Yeah, it's September 10th, and yeah, I'm flying to New York on September 11th. What up? Oh, okay. It's not weird. It's only if the if you if it's weird, then the terrorists win. We can't let the terrorists win. I'm flying <laughs> to New York. Probably the safest day, quite honestly. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, I I doubt the security is bumped up anymore on this day, but yeah. Actually, I would be pretty assured that there's a lot of security that you don't see that's bumped up on this day. Well, as long as it doesn't slow my travel down. So well, I think as, as long as you get there safely. How about that? Yeah, really. So I think we completely botched predictions and missed them big time last week. So should we make any this week? It's so far away. <laughs> I don't have a good feel for it yet. Because so much is going to change. Yes. Well, actually, <laughs> you know, knowing what players are available if some weird injury pops up midweek. That that all matters. So. Who. Who plays at center back next week? Hmm. Ike will. Yeah. Ike Infantis? No. <laughs> it's I, hard to I'm tell. I'm like tempted to say Fiesler and Fantas, Fantas, You just need to, we need to get you to say Fantas. Infanta. No, no, no. We just need to get you to say Fantas like a million times. <laughs> so every, so So that'll just stop coming to your head whenever you say it. Cody, I don't. It will not matter how many times I say I, it. I will never, ever not have that. In my I head. want. I will it to be stop coming to eighty head. years old. I will no longer be. I want you to keep singing it, even though I think I'm going to keep. Now it's that's how we open every single podcast. Cody, forget your intro. We are opening with my song. <laughs> or you can do the Fontas Fontas instead of your woo. I think that's better. The woo is kind of, kind of old. What do you think Fontas <laughs> would say if I ever like told him that, like saying that to him? I show him the commercial and then I say. This song's about you. <laughs> and I sing it every week. Um, you weren't around when we talked to him after the game, were you? No. His English is really good, but he's all, he's still very cliche. On mm-hmm. I'm very happy to be here. I'm very happy to be with the team. I'm very happy to have gotten in the game. I'm very happy to... Like, yeah, he's full he's of... Coach he, by he's full of useless sound for, for a useless yeah. sound montage. He was, I finally got like something decent out of him towards the end, but it was still it was a struggle. Nice <laughs> guy, I, not... Not saying anything bad. Just Felipe was getting a lot of attention again and didn't like it. Yeah, <laughs> didn't like having to do interviews in English. Kept apologizing, but I don't. It was fine, right? There was one, one thing that somebody oh, asked yeah. him about that he, I'm pretty sure he did not understand what the question was. Yeah, and he answered the question he thought was asked, uh, which which me also meant he wasn't answering that question. So, but yeah, whenever I mean. When he's speaking, it's it's better than a lot of other people that give English interviews. For his, he sounds better than most people that I'm related to. <laughs> First time I interviewed Felipe, I started off with "Hola, qué pasa," and he thought I spoke Spanish. He starts going off, and I'm like, "No, no, no, <laughs> no, mas. That's it. That's all I got." Yeah, you got his hopes up. He was like really <laughs> yeah. excited. Oh, thank God, I can do it in Spanish. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, well. All right. Um. Two to one sporting. So we need like we need one of us to like learn Spanish. We need one of us to like learn French. One of us to learn well, I should Hungarian. Know, I should know Spanish. I took 
13 credit hours of it in college, but absolutely zero. And I took two years of it in high school. Yeah. And I like weirdly took it in, like we had Spanish in my preschool. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That I counts. should be, I, most of my, the basis of my knowledge was formed yeah. in preschool. I went through I retained three. nothing. I went through Spanish three, but I was in high school. You should remember it. If you paid money for your college education and you learned Spanish, you should remember it. But did you go and immerse yourself in a culture, spend a summer somewhere or something? No, but I did spend one hour every day for two <laughs> semesters. Working no Kansas City. It's not muy bueno. Okay, I, I'm gone for a whole week, so the next pod Cheer. won't be at least until Wednesday. Next week. If I make it. Until then, go sporting. Anything to shake, that's what I'm in My football team's got me drinking My football team's got me drinking My football team's got me drinking